Good morning everyone my name is Rana Ayub I'm a global opinions writer at the Washington Post and here on my Substack I produce articles podcasts and also do threads um I've taken a few days break um what I term as a spiritual break because um a lot has been happening over a period of time we are witnessing a war um we are witnessing a war on the palestinian people we have seen the killing of jews um on october 7th and the repercussions of that much later um the silencing of voices um who at this point of time should be heard and most importantly the war on journalists who are bearing witness at this point of time to the most crucial story of the times that we live in as i as i record this post- podcast at least 64 journalists have been killed uh, out of which 59 have been killed by israeli air strikes um as per reports i was just scrolling through as we all call it doom scrolling these days i was scrolling through my twitter feed and i have just retweeted something about an al jazeera journalist losing 20 members of his family 20 members and um he's not the only one he is not the aberration but the norm when journalists are not being killed in palestine they are losing their family members they are mourning they are mourning the loss of their family members they are mourning the loss of their colleagues they are mourning the loss of those who were near and dear to them they are they are mourning the destruction of their homes at the same time journalists from across the world are being stopped to enter gaza unless unless the ones who are um you know of course you have journalists going to jerusalem of course there are journalists who are being vetted by the idf but journalists are being stopped from entering gaza because so that the casualties um and and the atrocities are not reported to the world and for the world but till such time that happens we have journalists within within gaza who are reporting the truth and documenting their own end every single day i have been in touch with journalists there uh, i've been in touch with them you know whenever uh, through instagram through their social media platform some of them have exchanged their whatsapp numbers with me and the first question that i asked them is i you don't have to reply to this message are you okay are you safe um is it okay for you to talk to me because i know that they are reporting at great risk to their life and i'm not going to name one or two but there's so many of them there's going to be a grave grave injustice and i saw somebody mention on twitter that you know uh, some stringer has been killed the journalist who the palestinian journalist who you have just called a stringer one have great problems with the term with the usage of the term stringer these are independent journalists freelance journalists who have been reporting for you over the last few years who have been putting their lives at risk so when somebody is killed somebody is being assaulted somebody is being questioned somebody is being threatened by the israeli forces that they are going to be killed and when israeli forces are threatening journalists that we will treat you as a hamas operative when they are spreading disinformation about them the last thing that we need to do is call them as stringer. goes that's doing great disservice to journalists who are putting everything and putting their lives at risk i was watching um i was watching um jake tapper of the cnn um uh, interviewing um an israeli official and questioning him about um uh the 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 murder of civilians and and of course there was denial and then Jake Tapper said that one of their producers had lost nine members of his family to which uh to which um the israeli official said oh we asked him to move from um to move to the south and you know pro- 
insinuating that they would have either been Hamas members or they asked for it. You know, to see that, to see that look of the smoke on and the, and the, and the, and the, um, I wouldn't call it anger, but to see that, uh, look on Jake Tapper's face, somebody who has been uh, a centrist or uh, vis-a-vis uh, or probably a very conservative on Israel-Palestine affairs on in, in uh, vis-a-vis his reportage over the last two months. Even he, even he was, the, he, he wore this look of disbelief on his face that somebody could actually not justify, but somebody could just have, not have the right words to condemn and to express solidarity, condolences, nothing. Um, it doesn't stop at this. There are 64 journalists who are being killed and across the fraternity, across journalism organizations, publications, um, the kind of reportage that is being done, um, we, we will talk about the reportage later, but just talking about the journalists, the lack of outrage in any of the other part of the world. If as many journalists were killed, I'm sorry to say this, I'm sorry to bring this analogy and this example, but because we are talking about double standards of the world, if these many journalists have been had been killed in say Ukraine or Afghanistan or Iran or for that matter any country of strategic interest, would we still be maintaining this kind of silence? I personally have spoken for every journalist, whether it is even at Wall Street Journal or or journalists in Afghanistan or journalists in Iran who have, uh, who are being targeted. I'm I'm in journalism. Uh, I'm I'm in the jury of journalism awards where some of us have made sure that these targeted journalists receive the journalism honors that they do. But why is a hip- there a hypocrisy when it comes to Palestinian journalists? Why are we not speaking loud and clear when it comes to Palestinian journalists? Why have they been left to die? And even the ones reporting on the murder of Palestinian journalists are saying Palestinian journalists killed killed by whom? Killed by whom? I mean, whatever journalism that I have consumed over the years, I always know that we publish the name of the accused. We always write. And these are these are journalism organizations that I have had great respect for. These are journalists that over the years I have respected and I have looked up to for their opinions. And these are otherwise reasonable people. I, I was watching Dana Bash of the CNN question, Premila Jepard, um, about the alleged rapes by Hamas, um, uh, and 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 Premila Jepal said uh, that she condemns all rapes because rape is often used uh, as a tool in war, and which is which is absolutely anybody who has covered war, anybody who has covered um, commu- conflicts or communal situations, you know that women the um, you know the any the women are women are targets, women are always targeted they're the most vulnerable targets so she said that in as many words and then she also said but we have lost 15,000 Palestinian lives to which Janda said yes but what about Hamas and that is the line of questioning that so many of us journalists are so uncomfortable I've been speaking to Arab journalists and Muslim journalists and journalists of color um, over the last few weeks and and the, the scrutiny they are facing within their respective organizations 
for questioning the reportage in their respective publications when journalists are speaking up in editorial newsrooms uh, edit meetings they are being questioned for when they speak for pro palestinian coverage or 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 just an equal coverage i'm not even saying pro palestinian coverage that they are being called out as supporters of hamas when when they ask for equal coverage in newsrooms i'll give an example i have i mean i write for the washington post but i also write for other publications and i uh, and i remember we i was talking to an editor and you know i said probably we should publish you know i could write something like this and she said um I'm nobody. Nobody in my career has ever said, "Rana, don't write this." And this is not. I mean, this is not Washington Post. This is another publication that I write for, and um, and the editor said, "Oh, probably another time, you know." But I think we should just wait this out. And this was a story on just journalists in Palestine and and the prejudices that they are facing, and the students who are being cancelled in uni- in universities for expressing protest and and expressing their solidarity. I have. I have never seen an atmosphere like this before that brown journalists and black women and women of color and 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 Muslims and Arabs and Christians have had to explain their position. I have never it is it is almost it is almost laughable because a lot of our op-eds even if we published op-eds or editorial boards and a lot of journalism outfits um organizations i know that our op-eds editorials are always fact checked even if their opinions everything that we say is fact checked how is it then some of the leading publications are publishing op-eds that say that israel has never intentionally intentionally hurt civilians where is the fact check for something like this where is our journalistic accountability when we are not being cancelled when news is not being prejudiced journalists are being killed so what the israel palestine war has really exposed is the essential hypocrisy of of those who otherwise considered themselves to be left leaning democratic but when it comes to human rights of palestinians almost every solidarity almost every human right almost every um you know free speech and uh, you know acts of liberty they all uh, apparently they they are you know we're not supposed to talk about them i spent three uh, two weeks in new york in dc um in november uh, uh, and for the first time in my life i felt claustrophobic for the first time in my life the people that i engaged with for the first time in my life the people analysts journalists editors who i engaged with i felt frustrated in my conversations with them because i felt like hey it is coming laced with prejudice that my my concerns and my um, my assertions and whatever i said my positioning is being seen through the lens of my religion and the color that i was questioned um when we spoke about islamophobia and you know uh and, and a lot of stuff that was being published racist islamophobic stuff i was asked if it was coming from position of my muslimness and i am not the only one there are so many journalists who are self censoring themselves when they are posting about palestine on their instagram and twitter i don't i did not see these journalists self censoring themselves when it came to russia and ukraine i did not see the same journalists self censoring themselves on afghanistan and iran but they are being forced and coerced into self censoring themselves when it comes to talking about palestine so there is an essential hypocrisy but this is much more than that This is not to talk about the hypocrisy of the western world about Palestine. This is an urgent appeal to to look at and to show solidarity to Palestinian journalists. These I mean 
at this point of time every journalism award and i will try to my the best of my ability that if i am on a platform where i am supposed to judge or be a juror i will make sure that palestinian journalists get a fair share of recognition but i feel and a lot of my journalist friends are doing that at great risk to their professional lives but we must speak loud and clear for palestinian journalists because if if nobody speaks for them today remember that we are also fighting an extremely unpopular battle nobody is going to speak for us tomorrow this is not some passionate appeal for for a cause this is a passionate appeal to save journalism and that's all we have to say and and if if you are listening to this and if you are as upset the, the first thing that you can do to start with is is support palestinian journalists is to follow them and speak up loud and clear for them because we cannot have one more journalist murdered and losing their family members every single day this is the least that i can do in my whatever little whatever little social media cloud or professional cloud that i have i thought this is the best thing that i could do and i am putting this out here um on my substack and that speaks volumes um on my substack podcast please please help palestinian journalists please follow them i mean it's very heartening to see um, a lot of palestinian journalists and their numbers and their supporters swell up i mean people who are just thousands of followers now have 20 million followers and that speaks volumes of um of the fact that they have become the source of all our news from gaza and for that very reason we need to support them at this moment thank you so much for listening in and while you're here please consider subscribing to my uh to my substack